Hey, this is your girl, Marette Brown-Clark. I like this show. You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 with my girl, Brianna. Text your people, they shit. All the problems and your needs if you just a lawyer, doctor, anything if you just You got some questions about some things you just You a king, be the king, you just got proper comfort for the queens if they live in favor, see the dream. If you get your phone, text your people, they shit. So you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That's when I'm blocking passage to the throne. Phone down, worry how you getting home. Operation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that I move. And we don't really care what you're doing. We just walk up in the room like. Text your people, they should ask Christ. All the problems and your needs if you just ask Christ. Lawyer, doctor, anything if you just ask Christ. You got some questions about some things, you just ask Christ. You a king, he the king, you just ask Christ. Got proper comfort for the queens if they ask nice. Live in favor, see the dream if you ask Christ. Get your phone, text your people, they should So you're in the shadows by yourself. You just underwater and not reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone dying, worry how you getting home. Operation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that I move. And we don't really care what you're doing. We just walk up in the room like. Is anybody in here blessed? I'm blessed. Reaching out for help. Whoa, only wave you can't get over is your own. That's tsunami blocking passage to the throne. Phone dying, worry how you getting home. Preparation isolated and alone. Pull up like a Uber, hallelujah. Any type of music that I move. Sunday, everybody, and welcome back to Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at W... It's not WFNK Radio. Listen, we are all adjusting. It is happening. We are getting there. If you missed the show last week, I was letting you guys in on a little bit of an update that is going on with our station. So, in the uh, state of things growing, in the state of things moving... 
um, in the state of things evolving, our founder and CEO, Mr. Roberto Gooding, he has decided to um, do a bit of a shift for what was previously known as WFNK Radio. So we are now known as Funk Nation Radio. You are still going to get the exact same pro- pro- uh, programming. You're still going to get all of the same dope playlists and DJs and the Faith and Fashion 360 and all of that good stuff. Um, but we're just we're changing our name a little bit um, as we go to evolve, as we go to move. Um, and it's and it's going to take us all a little bit of time, even me. So make sure that you guys bookmark our new station because we want you to be able to find um where we're at now we want you to be able to find us we want you to be able to see where we're at um so again that's www.funknationradio.com and i'm gonna get and i'm gonna get it together too um tonight on faith and fashion 360 we got a bunch of fashion news for you um stormy reed who plays where have we seen Stormy Reed? Stormy Reed has actually, you know, she's she's coming up. Like she definitely is coming up on the scenes now. Um, but she is in what the heck is the name of that show? Disturbia. <laughs> it's not Disturbia, Euphoria. Wow. Um obviously I have the Sundays. Um, the show is called Euphoria. She stars in it with Zendaya. Um, and they actually have built a very good relationship as like on screen as well as off screen sisters. Um, but she has been tapped as the new brand ambassador for New Balance. So I'll talk about that as well as the Justina Blakeney Target holiday collection. Um, you guys see the calendar, you see what's going on. Tomorrow is November. Um, next week will be Black Friday. Merry Christmas. Happy 2022. You know, like that's just what we got going on in the next <laughs> couple weeks. Um, so I definitely want to give you all of the good nitty gritty about any holiday Black Friday stuff that you're going to want to look out for. Um, next up, uh, I'm going to be talking about Miss Naomi Osaka. She actually announced a skincare line um, that it's supposed to be um, really geared towards, um, dark melanated skin. If you are not aware, Naomi Osaka is, um, a, she's a, um, she is a Haitian, Asian, um, young woman. So she has a lot of different roots, heritage and culture, um, that allow her to really have the experience needed in order to tap such a thing as this. Um, I'm also going to be talking about Mr. Charles Harbison. Now this is someone that you guys may not be 100% familiar with. Um, but he, um, is super, super big designer. And um, back in 2016, um, as his brand was climbing, growing, and thriving, you saw his clothes on Beyonce, Solange, Michelle Obama, just to kind of name a few, um, due to some personal reasons and due to some different things he had going on, he actually decided to just kind of take a step back from his career. Um, he has recently resurfaced. We love to see it. Um, but after he decided to prioritize himself, Five years later, he is back, making a full comeback, um, accompanied with a collaboration with Banana Republic. So I'm going to talk about that as well, reintroduce you to that brand and let you know where to find it and all of the fantastic things going on with that as well. Um, next up, Taraji P. Henson has a show 
on Facebook Watch. I have not had the opportunity to really dive, sit down, and watch a full episode, but I definitely think that, um, you know, really on brand with Faith and Fashion 360 and how I do enjoy talking about mental health and just, you know, topics like that, um, I, I know it's one that I'm going to love. Um, but, you know, a lot of what she talks about is are, are, you know, things surrounding mental health, especially in the black and brown communities. Um, I had actually referenced a story last week where she had an interview with Carl Anthony Towns and he was just talking about the healing process that he was still going through um, in dealing with the loss of his mother and numerous um, family members due to COVID. So, you know, um, this past week she had Angela Simmons on her show as well. Um, and they got very open regarding um some physical abuse that they were in in some of their relationships um and this one definitely was important to me one because um we see Angela Simmons right and I and I I, and I'm probably not the only one that still has this struggle but we see Angela Simmons and we um you know remember her for Run's house and we remember her for the sneaker collection that she she had with her sister Vanessa Simmons and for me even though you know she's grown she's got a child she's gone through some different things I still look at her in such a clean cookie cutter light I'm not super big into the reality tv show I know she was on growing up hip-hop and and what have you um but you don't quite look at her as somebody who was like gone through some things. So it, it was really um, an eye opener to hear her talk about those things because it makes you realize that, that stuff like that can really kind of um, hit just anyone's doorstep. So her and Taraji really opened up about the abuse that they had suffered in past relationships. So I definitely want to touch a little bit on that as well. Um Cause that's definitely, I definitely think that is going to be important. Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill. If anybody is not familiar with Jonah Hill, he is a comedian. He's an actor. Um, and he had prior to this been known as like the, the, the funny, uh, fat friend, if I'm just going to be frank. And he has gone on within the past couple of years to lose an immense amount, amount of weight. He's lost a lot of weight. And, um, you know, just as people typically do, we are not sure why this is such a topic. But when you go on to lose weight, people don't know what to do with themselves. Like, they are just up in arms. Oh, my gosh, you look so good. Or, oh, wow, you you look so, so different. And I think just kind of depending on the person, depending on what they have going on, um, you know, hearing people associate your identity to weight loss nine times out of ten in a conversation can be a very frustrating experience so he actually wrote a a series of tweets or I think it was an Instagram post um, where he was talking about how he really does not appreciate it that people comment so much on his body and he said, I know that you think you're being helpful, but you're not. And I will really appreciate if you don't do it. 
And I thought that this was important coming from a man's perspective because we always talk about like, you know, women's bodies, we lose weight, the different changes that we go through. Um, but I think to hear that from a man's perspective is definitely going to be different, refreshing um, and needed as well. And last but not least, there was this Instagram post. Um, and this one might turn into a faithful moment for me. This one might turn into just a little bit of a story about my business, Bella and Cold Beauty. Um, we gonna let the spirit lead, but there was a model who posted just kind of like this series of videos, a story on TikTok about the injustices, really. I'm just going to call them injustices that she experiences as a black model um backstage she you know kind of went through a you know different couple couple videos um people trying to do her makeup people trying to do her hair or she just wound up having to do it herself um so this was definitely a conversation that is actually needed because this had only happened to her a couple weeks ago and we talk and we talk and we talk about the um, strides and the changes that are being made in our beauty industries and we still have issues like this so faith and fashion is going to be lit tonight make sure you stick around make sure you're following me at faith and fashion 360 the radio show and make sure you get to some music because we will be right back yeah uh, I just wanna feel elevated, yeah. Wake up in the morning, wake up by the morning. Wanna feel that levitation, yeah. Be on cloud nine, feel like I'm flying, but I'm in this situation, yeah. Enemy is crying, enemy is dying. Happiness and imitation, yeah. Heard you speak about joy and I want an invitation, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something inside, yeah, the enemy. Long since the lips are free, I've been turned down, I got all this pain. Feel like I'm nothing changed. Hey, so badly. I just wanna be so happy. Lord, I need you, please come grab me. Cause I just wanna be, wanna be a. Happiness that comes from above, like it's deeper than the feeling we receive from all the things that we have. I got to enjoy the last chance, never leaving. So I still feel content when things don't go the way I'm thinking. Oh, the way we feel is so deceiving, you ain't even know. Follow your heart, you might make the wrong choice. People yelling, but you always got that still small voice. God, peace, never judge me insane. Hope we staying the same. Something inside, you're the enemy. Long since the lips are free. I've been turned down, I got all this pain. Feel like I'm nothing changed. Hurt so badly. I just wanna be so happy. Lord, I need you, please come grab me. Cause I just wanna be, wanna be a. It's Jacinth Headlam, and you are listening to WFNK all day. All right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here on Funk Nation Radio. So that black rain will not let up, and I'm going to tell you why. 
Stormy Reed, not Stormy. Why do I keep calling this young woman Stormy? Her name is Storm. It's just regular Storm. Um, she is going to be adding new balance brand ambassador to her resume. Um, she has garnered a growing list of titles, including actress, producer, and USC students, all by the age of 18. Now, she's going to continue to share her exciting journey with New Balance and aim to inspire young women to be confident in who they are, even when they're still finding themselves. Reed began her acting career with a debut in the 2013 film, 12 Years a Slave. I have not been able to watch that movie. There are just some movies that I'd... (sighs) I, I haven't, I still haven't been able to watch When They See Us about the Central Park Five. There's just some things I'm not going to subject myself to. It's just, uh, I, I, protect yourself, you understand? Um, since then, she has earned nominations for NAACP's Outstanding Breakthrough Role in a Motion Picture, Teen Choice Award, Choice Fantasy Movie Actress, and BET Awards Young Star Award. Wherever she shares her talent, she always utilizes those opportunities to also empower young women to stand firmly and take up the space they deserve. New Balance and I share the belief that women should have the confidence to pursue all of their interests. I'm thrilled that the brand has chosen to support me as a perfectly imperfect, multi-dimensional young person who is learning as I grow. Through her new role with New Balance, she will fuse her passion for empowering women with her love for style to help bring products and campaigns to life with the intention to build equity within the sneaker industry and create more space and pathways for women. Love it. Storm's first appearance as brand ambassador is part of New Balance's We Got Now campaign. The content offers a look into her world as she navigates her multifaceted journey while being a freshman in college. Storm embodies our brand's fearlessly independent mindset and truly exemplifies a dynamic, versatile persona and is not only passionate about finding her place in the world, but empowering today's global youth to realize that same level of confidence. This was said by Chris Davis, Chief Marketing Officer for New Balance. Through her burgeoning career, advocacy of education and self-expression through fashion, Storm is an inspiration to entire generations. You know, I remember back in the day and I'm not sure why I thought that this had changed but I remember back in the day when like the young actors and stuff they would always talk about um like doing their homework on set and their tutors and like homeschooling and stuff like that and I don't know if it's just because I've gotten older and I don't really watch like the behind the scenes type stuff regarding it but um it's nice to know that there are still those who appreciate you know an education because if you think about it like you're on the road all the time you're doing all these different things um those things can truly truly go to the wayside after you turn 18 get your GED or what have you then it's kind of like, well, I don't, you're not required, right? Like you're not required after that moment to go to school anymore. Um, But it's really good to see that, um, one, 
some of these young actors are putting themselves in a place where um, they're kind of diving into whatever history we're being taught um, and just kind of affecting change in a different sense on being on screen and being in these different rooms that, you know, some other homeschooled kids or, you know, kids in school do not have the access to. Um, same with, you know, Meg Thee Stallion. She's not quite Faith and Fashion 360 approved, but she, you know, just decorated her graduation cap. Like, I know that when I first saw her, you know, putting out pictures and stuff, like she was in school and she was taking tests and stuff. I'm going to be honest, to me, it felt a little performative. Like it felt like, you know, this was kind of content that was inorganically created to um, relate to a different demographic and audience that maybe she had not tapped at the time. Um, but it's really good to see that she had followed through with that. Like you see every once in a while, you'll catch a glimpse. Like she's like in class and she's doing her thing. Um, you know, and obviously there has been the criticism that will come in regards to how often she attends classes. And people always got something to say, but guess what? You you ain't you ain't on these stages. Um, so I, I definitely can appreciate that, you know, some of these stars continue to, you know, really appreciate a good education and their parents was like, listen, I don't care what you're doing, you're going to school. My mom was the same way. It wasn't about what it wasn't about whether or not we was going to school. It was about which one. You understand? And again, school is not for everybody. We definitely understand that. Um, but you know, if that was something that um at one time you had the love and, and motivation to do, I I don't see why not. I do not see why not, especially when you have the resources. So shouts to Storm Reed. Um, you know a lot of these images really just kind of show like she, she does, she looks like a college freshman. She looks like she is, um, you know, also experiencing that transition of getting ready to go through different areas of her life. And it's refreshing to see that somebody can, um, go through those different changes on screen in front of people, be transparent about it, but also, still do her thing. Um, so shouts to her on that. Definitely. Um, my husband has turned me into, turned me back into, cause new balance used to be the thing. You understand? Like new balance used to be the place, but as we've gotten more evolved, if you will, Nikes and Adidas, you know, pushed to the forefront, but the British love new balance. Did y'all know that? My husband is from Ghana, West Africa, but he lived in the UK for a good portion of his teens. And and New Balance is like their Nike. They don't play about the New Balance. So, you know, just certain things have allowed me to, to put my eye back in certain places. And New Balance is for sure one of them. So I'm definitely going to check that collection out um, as she collabs. Um... And I don't think it really is even a collection. She more is, is going to be the face. But, you know, just having a talent like that attached to the brand will absolutely motivate me to see what they got going on. Um, when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Miss Justina Blakeney. She is a lifestyle um, influencer and she is skipping straight past Halloween because y'all know 
that's not my thing and tomorrow is november so it's over anyway um she has a target holiday collection so it is full of color and rich textures just in time for christmas so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back
Alright, alright, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at Funk Nation Radio. So, Justina Blakeney, if you are not familiar, let me just give you a little bit of her resume and why you for sure need to check out what she's got going on, okay? Um, she is an American designer artist, interior designer, and speaker who is well-known by the bright and colorful, vibrant, bohemian-style aesthetic. She founded a houseware and home decoration brand, Jungalo. Her first book, The New Bohemians, Cool and Collected Homes, was also a New York Times bestseller. Um, She grew up in Berkeley, California. Her father is African-American and Native American, and her uh, her mother is of Eastern European Jewish descent. She states that this multi-ethnic background in California upbringing influenced her bohemian aesthetic. Now, fast forward to the reason why we are here. Um, So, as the month of October rapidly wraps up, um, tomorrow is November, good lord. I mean, things are happening. Um, She is releasing her collection with none other than Target. So her Jungalo and Target's Opal House have rolled out their first holiday collection in their multi-year partnership, which began back in June. As to be expected from the beloved aesthetic of Jungalo pieces, there's a lot of tassels, colors, and rich texture, but now there's a festive twist that works in your home well before Christmas. And I mean, it's not really well before Christmas, if we really think about it. Thanksgiving is in three weeks. Then uh, Christmas is in another couple weeks. And then um, Happy New Year, Jesus. This is it. (laughs) The year is over. Um, For the Opal House designed with Jungalo Holiday Collection, she said, I wanted to help guests create a warm, cozy, and vibrant space that offers good vibes during the winter months, as well as fun, festive, non-traditional holiday pieces that work for everybody, no matter how you like to celebrate. Opal House Design with Jungalo is offering more than 80 new pieces for guests, from fun decor for mantles, trees, couches, and more. Prices for the line start at $5, and most are available for under $30. Let's go. Um, and there's just like a little bit of everything. Um, you know, you're not seeing anything that is super, because, you know, at this time, you have people who are um, observing a lot of different things. So, you know, we, I think, as like Christians or, um, you know, people who may not even have necessarily a religious affiliation, we take for granted the Christmas items because that is like that's the thing. That's the thing that is that is shown to us. That's the thing that's presented to us. We have no shortage of choices in in finding what we want, what we need, in whatever different colorway we've decided for this time of year. Um, but that is not the same for other people. Other people might have a little bit of a, you know more difficult time just trying to find um, certain things. So one of the things that I for sure appreciate about this collection is the, is that it doesn't scream 
Christmas and more is like okay here's some new decor for your home like there's a lot of tassels where you could play on it and say oh this looks like a little tree um but the textures are fantastic the colors are bright um she's even got like this dove um menorah situation going on um that is super super cute um she has these candles that honestly remind me of the three wise men like the three kings um that went to go see baby jesus and you know they they gave the the gifts frankincense and myrrh and um things like that so she's got the super cute pillows um lots of nice like cozy knit textures too so on top of it being um very holiday centered it also reminds you that it's a little bit cold outside you know you still want to be cozy you still want to be warm um so yeah this this collection is available now it's not killing your pocket it definitely is something where you if you want to go grab a couple pieces to just kind of um update and refresh your decor in your home you can absolutely do that so as the holidays come up i'm definitely going to talk to you a little bit more about um you know some holiday things that you can find i actually have a super dope um I have a really good resource for you guys that I'm going to release soon just to kind of help you out within the holidays. Because as we expected, I think that our mail and postage system is still recovering from COVID-19 um, and the fact that it took some of us. And I mean, listen, praise God. I'm going to just be honest with y'all. Praise the Lord, because I did not really have these big issues but there there were a couple of things I never got. I ordered this this stuff from Old Navy and it's still sitting in the windchild. But I really didn't have a problem with getting my um my packages and stuff like that. But I know a lot of people did have those problems. They were waiting for months and months and months for stuff to arrive, damaged, not fulfilled completely and things like that. So that was super frustrating. But I think as we're still recovering, um, people decided to start shopping for Christmas in the summer because they still are not in full trust of the postal system. Um, so I do actually have a list of places, um, that have become known for, for better shipping and really just allowing you to get your things on time. So, you know, on top of just kind of like the, the fashion and lifestyle pieces, I'll share resources like that as we get closer into the holidays. So when we come back, I'm going to be talking about Mr. Charles Harbison and his brand and how he is coming back and better than ever. Okay. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show for all of these articles, things you might have missed and things you need to know. Get into some music and we'll be right back.
right, all right. We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at Funk Nation Radio. So if you're just joining me, let me just give you a couple of updates. WFNK Radio has gotten a bit of a facelift. We are now known as Funk Nation Radio. You're going to get the same programming. You're going to get the same hot DJs. You're going to get the same content um, and shows. You're going to get the same Faith and Fashion 360, but just with a bit of a name change. So we definitely want to let you know what's going on here with us so that you can bookmark our new station and still be able to find us. We still got the same fantastic Sunday night lineup. Do not fear, folks. So make sure that you are um, bookmarking that so that you're still able to find DJ3W, um, Rome and Miss D, Dr. D, pretty much all of us. We still here. It's still happening. Okay. In 2016, designer Charles Harbison did what for many would be considered the unthinkable. With his eponymous clothing brand thriving and climbing, frequently worn by the likes of Beyonce, Solange, and Michelle Obama, he decided to walk away. The daring move towards a healthier mental state could have meant the end of his tenure in fashion, but his recent comeback is proof of the magic that prioritizing oneself can yield. Five years later, Harbison's brand is making a full comeback, and it's accompanied by a collaboration with Banana Republic. He had an interview with Essence where he said, I walked away five years ago because I was unhealthy. I had deprioritized myself in the midst of my own dream and my own endeavors to the degree that there was no source. And like I said, we just never know kind of where the spirit is going to lead. A couple weeks ago, I came down with a really bad sinus infection. Like to the point where I was they call it like a wet chest sometimes like you're breathing and you got the gurgling going on and for anyone who doesn't know I have asthma so I had a very very bad sinus infection and I still had things to do right like I'm a mom I'm a wife I'm back at work part-time um I still had things going on I needed to do some content, some videos. Like if anybody doesn't know, I'm really kind of pivoting as far as my Instagram um, presence. Um, And I try to post almost every day, if not a couple times a day, like your girl has been active. So I had a long list of things that I still needed to do in the midst of not feeling well. And there was so much stress in me trying to figure out how I was going to do those things. Until I finally was like, listen, I'm just going to figure out how I'm going to go build my website in my bed with my tissues and my orange juice and my emergency. Because what good is it for me to sit and stress and just try to produce something out of dust and cobwebs? We're nuts. We're crazy. Like sometimes we literally try to... um Do something out of nothing. You can't produce 100 out of 10. There's just no way. The math is not mathing. It just does not work. So in the time where God is just asking you to sit still and sit down and listen to your body, do exactly that. And I actually, you know, once I really decided to surrender to the fact that I don't feel good and I just need to give myself the rest because I had just been going and going like a mad person prior to that, I got some things done. 
And guess what? It wasn't the it wasn't the full list that I had, but I added something else on my list that I was able to do in the midst of me not feeling well, which allowed me to then move full steam ahead when the sinus affection decided to not be a hater anymore. I'm just saying. So what is the Harvison agenda? It all comes down to three kinds of aesthetic points of view. Style, play, and intellect. We're all about affirming Black femme perspectives and fashion, he explains. Eco-sustainability is super important for us, but then also cultural sustainability is as well. We're made up of individuals who are Black, persons of color, immigrants, working class, poor raised people, artists, women, and femme. Use of all of that in our products don't only benefit the culture that we're a part of and that we are miming, but it benefits the fashion consumer at large. Pulling inspiration from the most influential women in his life, Harbison continues to be just as moved by them now as he was in his formative years. He says, I still navigate working class person no matter how aspirational we are in our business endeavors. Um, so his, you know, collection then with Banana Republic in partnership with Haro is an 18 piece collection that draws from the nostalgia of the women in his life. I largely benefit from the fact that there's so much shared sensibility between Harbison and Banana Republic. This idea of creating classic sustaining pieces items, there's this balance between quality, relevance, classism and modernity. That shared sensibility point where I can further release her from that. This is a nice leap in the right direction where I'm able to center her story, her beauty, her sensibility, and let her feel all of that comfort because that's good. Feel all of her discomfort because that's good discomfort. Making this woman and women like her understand that the centering of themselves and their story and their desires is not only important to her, but to the world at large. So that Banana Republic collection is available right now, and it just really features just happy, happy, beautiful brown-skinned women doing their thing. Um, You know, it's typical Banana Republic prices. You're seeing $100 tags to $500 tags. Um, You know, so really um, quality pieces, though is what his brand is known for and I know he is not going to disappoint so there you have it obedience better than sacrifice and that's just that on that when we come back we're going to be talking about Miss Naomi Osaka who is releasing a skincare line specifically for black and brown uh, people she really is pivoting to be so much more than a fantastic tennis star she's doing the thing so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 get into some music and we'll be right back hey this is tina dixon boo and you're listening to wfnk all day sugar
All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Naomi Osaka is just taking a swing at all of the things. She came on our scene a couple years ago as this rising tennis star, um, really just kind of burdened with the negative press that was accompanied by her match with Serena Williams at the time. Um, But she has truly pivoted since then. She's getting into the fashion. She is speaking out about mental health. Like she's just being unapologetic about everything she's doing. And now she is taking a stab at skin. In care. In an interview with Business of Fashion, Naomi opened up about the new venture, explaining how her skincare line differs from other celebrity endorsed products on the market. For me, this project is something that requires more than just being a spokesperson. This is a public health need. I used to tell people that I didn't need to wear sunscreen, but even if you have melanin, yes, y'all, turn up the volume. Turn, turn it up. I need y'all to hear this part. You need to take care of your skin. And I'm passionate about that. Her hope for the brand is to place a harder emphasis on skin protection for people of color. Protecting and rejuvenating melanated skin tones is an important goal as it is a severely underserved market. Naomi also made the brand's name Kinlo, a love letter to her heritage, combining the Japanese and Haitian words for gold. The line's initial launch was said to include an SPF 50 sunscreen, protective body spray, SPF 40 tinted face lotion, and more. I never thought that I would ever start my own company, but I'm super excited to announce that I'll be launching Kinlo, a new brand of skincare products developed to protect and rejuvenate melanated skin tones. I hope these products can help a lot of people and potentially save lives because I really feel that we aren't protecting ourselves as much as we could. And as made clear by the comment section, people were here for it. All Kinlo products sell for under $20, making it an incredibly affordable collection. And I am, I'm absolutely here for it. She's got the gold mist. She's got the melanated tint. She's got the eye cream. Um, I'm just, this is fantastic. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, and that part where she was talking about why... We need to take care of our skin. There is this misconception because we say it all the time. Black don't crack. You know, our skin is definitely a lot more resilient to the sun. It's a lot more resilient to a lot of things. We definitely, um, the sun favors us for sure. We just know historically and culturally um, different things just allow for the sun to be nicer to us. But that does not mean that we don't need sunscreen. And that also does not mean we don't need sunscreen in the winter. The the sun is still there. The sun is still there. It's just a little bit colder. So don't let the winter have you out here slipping either. Um, Kinlo is currently available on her website. Um... And, um, you know, I definitely think that it is something that we, you know, need to be a little bit more um, educated on. 
we definitely want to be a little bit more educated on what our skin does um, because I think we have been in a place so many times where um, people have told black people what they're resilient to what they can do um, what their skin cannot do how resilient their bodies are not allowing for proper medical treatment and education and um, I think it's definitely time for us to get more educated in ourselves so a little bit more about the story of Kinlo um, designed for black and brown skin tones Kinlo pr- products are formulated with natural ingredients I want to talk to y'all is it jojoba or jojoba Somebody let me know, okay? Um, DM me. It's, I'm going to say jojoba. Jojoba? What is it? Jojoba seed oil, hemp seed, and green tea to address common melanated skin concerns. From blue light and sun protection to healing and nourishment, Kinlo products help you build a skin ritual to stay golden the right way. Mm-hmm. Just like gold, your skin should be treasured. It's been mentioned already and in style, bustle. Um, it's it's just been a little bit of everywhere. So definitely check that out. Just definitely check that out if you're looking for um some sunscreen, a little bit of extra protection as we get ready to head outside for those winter seasons. Shout to Naomi Osaka. This definitely is a good look for her as she um you know adds to her resume as she continues to do some fantastic things and not just be you know a tennis star this is this is good stuff um so you're here with me at faith and fashion 360 when we come back we're gonna have a little bit of a heavier conversation um we know that um a lot of maybe a lot of our sisters our moms even our aunts um have been at the hands of some kind of abusive relationship whether that is physical mental financial um it has happened Taraji B. Henson has a show on Facebook Watch where she has really, um, I mean, I love it. I absolutely love it. She talks a lot about mental health. She talks about grieving. She talks about just a little bit of everything. She has on, um, you know, guests who really are transparent and open about different experiences that they have in hopes of, you know, other people really gleaning from those experiences and, and doing better for themselves. So her and Angela Simmons, um, had a really nice safe space that she created a couple weeks back on, on an episode of the show where they were both detailing their experiences in abusive relationships. So I do want to talk a little bit about that, share that information and share some resources for those who may need it. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. It's WFNK all day. Hey, you're listening to Jacinth Headlam and I'm here on Faith and Fashion 360 with Brianna Ofosu.
All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at Funk Nation Radio. So Taraji P. Henson has a show on Facebook Watch called Peace of Mind by Taraji. So she recently um, had Angela Simmons on her show, and they were both detailing pretty intimate, detailed um regarding abusive relationships that they were in and I definitely thought this was an important conversation um because a lot of the times we go through different experiences and we don't talk about them we don't share them we're embarrassed we're not fully through them yet um we don't realize again that that testimony of sharing of being open about things can really help someone else so in a new episode of her Facebook watch series um The Empire actress opened up with entrepreneur Angela Simmons about an abusive relationship in the moment she decided to leave. She said, sometimes as women, what we do is we fall in love and we go, you know what? I'll fix it later. For me, it was when blood was drawn because it started with the bruises and grabbing things like that. And then once the fist came, I'm missing a piece of my lip to this day. That's when I knew. I had to go. She went on to describe her childhood, citing that abuse was something she experienced in her younger days. She said, I grew up around it. And the time I had my son, I was like, I don't want my son around this. You can find yourself in any bad situation in life. Guess who it is up to to get out of it? You. If you're not chained to a wall and no one has a gun to your head and says, I'm going to shoot you. Where's the power? You have it. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely important. Um, so she had all of Angela Simmons on who, you know, is opening up about her experiences as well. The TV personality and entrepreneur is featured, um, as a guest. And the topic of that episode is why do women stay in hurtful relationships? Shimmons shared what she went through going from a great relationship at first to a nightmare, along with the way the abuse impacted her mental health. I dealt with somebody with a temper and I didn't know. It started off as small things. And next thing you know, stuff is getting thrown at me. I'm against the wall or I'm jumping out of moving cars because I'm afraid or I'm calling the cops. I never thought in a million years I was going to be that person. When I was going through, I was like, this is insane. And at the same time, you're not wanting to tell anyone around you because you're in a relationship with the person and you don't want um, people to judge them. In a weird way, you're still guarding them, but going through it yourself. When she was asked if she noticed the red flags before things took the turn, they did. She said that she didn't notice them. No, I think because you're so in love and it's fun. I didn't fully see until it was too late. Once you're like knee deep in a relationship and you're like, is this really my life? She said at one point she blamed herself and wondered if she was doing something in her relationship to make her partner lash out. That wasn't the only way she coped even when the relationship came to an end. Honestly, some of it, I believe I blocked out. Eventually, there's a mechanism when you start blocking stuff out because you realize how much it affects you mentally. It shook me up and I felt horrible. Um, She talks about um, 
then how she just kind of pivoted from that and she has a program now to help women who have been in similar situations she said i have a program called pressure makes diamonds where i go and i speak to the women and just let them know that they're beautiful just because you have flaws it's what you come out as and that's what makes you beautiful it's accepting and just owning it and knowing that you grow from what you go through um, and, and you know what, there are a lot of people I have literally seen so many different people kind of go through these different things, go through these different things and, 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 and go through the different motions when things are happening in our life. Can I do something different? Can I act better? Can I, um, do something to change this narrative and this situation that I have found myself in? And sometimes in our lives, there is not a thing you can do but move around and move on. There's this really interesting show on Netflix called Made. It's kind of it's a it's a limited series and it really just details the harrowing experience that goes on for women as they are in abusive relationships. Now this young lady, she was not in what you would call like a full-blown physical relation uh physically abusive relationship it was more so verbally abusive it was more so mentally abusive um and it did a lot of different things to her and, and put her in a lot of different situations where she was just kind of forced to protect herself and protect her child and it, and you know I haven't watched the entire thing um but you know she was very very young very young and a lot of the times we think that we are forced to just kind of go through different growing pains and things have to be painful and ugly and bloody and sweaty and tearful for us to come out on the other side and there are certain situations where it doesn't have to be ugly and sweaty and tearful absolutely not and don't let anyone tell you otherwise so that episode is up now on Facebook watch peace of mind by Taraji is definitely um one you you for sure need to get into um her and her co-hosts you know really spoke about how they want to be as open and honest as possible she says we are trying to heal us it's not like I'm some celebrity that I said I'm going to do a talk show and I'm going to ask a bunch of people questions. We're audience members ourselves, because even in this episode with her and Angela Simmons, um, that was how she kind of got to speaking about her experience with the physical abuse. Um, you know, Angela's story affected her as well. And it's important for us to truly and organically create these safe spaces for women, these safe spaces for people where they can talk and get resources and get help in regards to um, things that they have going on. Um, so if you know anybody who is in a domestic violence situation, I will post resources. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360 at the radio show. Um, it's definitely important and you may be able to help someone. When we come back, we're talking about Miss Issa Rae. So we know that we are on the fifth and final season of Insecure. I have not started watching it yet because I need a moment. I'm not ready. Um, but she spoke just a little bit about um, 
you know, that time of being an insecure and just a conversation that she had had with someone who said that she needed to include white characters in her show for people to care. Thank God she didn't listen. But we are in our fifth and final season, so she's really getting, you know, super open and uh, candid about some of the experiences that she has gone through in the five years of, I mean, I feel like it's definitely been more than five years, but in the five seasons of having this show um, and it really being a game changer for a lot of black and brown homes. Um, so she, you know, she's she's talking about it. She's being open. So I'll share a little bit about that when we come back. You're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. This is Patty Kane, the queen of house royalty, and you are listening to WFNK all day. Ladies and gentlemen, the drill is the B.O.B. bounce. And it's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. Let's go. It's about to get real. Look forward to the dance floor. Report to the dance floor. All the best people. Report to the dance floor. I, I know it. What well, you about to learn? All the best people. Report to the dance floor. All the best people. Report to the dance floor. All the best people. Report to the dance floor. Step, 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 step up. Black fans still matter. Fashion. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Black fans still matter. Fashion. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right. Uh huh. Clap, clap. Step up and watch God. Step back. Look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. You wanna see a message? Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. You wanna see a message? Just look at me, don't hate, take it up with God, he did it. You wanna see a message? Just look at me, don't hate, take it up
look at me. Just look at me. Just look at me. Humble is the way. Stay low. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. Prices go up, the blessings come back down. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. The lower you get, the more God's gonna bless you. Step, 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 step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh. Clap, clap, it's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Step up. Backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh. Clap, clap, it's a new direction with a brand new blessing. Up, backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Up, backstand still, matter of fact. Everywhere you look, you got a blessing on the way. Turn it out to the right, uh-huh. Clap, clap, step up and watch God. Step back and watch God. Turn it out to the left, uh-huh.
All right, all right, we are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at WFNK Radio. So Issa Rae has, has, has just gotten into our heads and into our hearts, and we are currently on our last season of Insecure. It is it. They said they ain't coming back. And then the girls from the AKA... They try to like come for them. Super serious. Now, I just I don't think I want to talk about this in depth because it really just outlines how stupid social media can be. I'm just gonna be honest. But Amanda Seals was wearing some pink and green things. Some AKA paraphernalia was spotted by someone off of the Twitterverse. And this debate ensued about why this is being used without their permission. <laughs> Somebody been drinking out of a cup that had the AKA on it from season one. Y'all just gotta find a hobby. That's, I'm just say that about that. So anyway, she is on her final season of Insecure and she is talking openly, candidly about, um, you know, some experiences that she had in creating that show and in creating her own shows. Um, so she opened up after she graced the cover of Mike magazine about some advice that she had received from a coworker that could have truly changed the dynamic of her hit show. Um, here, here she goes. And this will be funny. She said, from the jump in creating the show, it was put in my mind that you had to have a white character to be a bridge and for people to care, for it to get awards, for it to be considered worthy of the television canon. She says of her former colleague, girl, if you want this to set off to the next level, you got to put a white character in there. Then white people will care about it. Then NPR is going to write about it and it'll blow up. She admits to taking the advice and adding a white character to her YouTube series, Awkward Black Girl, and again for Insecure. However, for Insecure, Issa Rae didn't follow suit for long, as Lisa Joyce, who played the character Frida, was written off after the third season. Rae said she started to actively resist adding white characters to her show. She said, I realized, oh my gosh. Our show is just about black characters now in the most refreshing way. Um, she says she feels blessed beyond measure to bring their character story to an end on the screen, at least. Um, this one is funny for me. So I, you know, try to actively kind of listen to podcasts and listen to different think pieces and stuff like that. And there's this podcast that I, you know, occasionally dabble in. It's called Dead Ass by um, Kadeen and Deval Ellis. And one of the things that he spoke about was just they, you know, they were talking about just kind of their growth. Um, doing like the video shorts from um, Instagram when they were only like 15 seconds long, um, just different things like that, getting organic moments um, just of their growing, budding family and, um, you know, how they had kind of pivoted from doing those shorts to doing more so YouTube videos and, and stuff like that. 
so you know when you're a content creator when you're doing different things there is a certain part of you that wants to make sure that your audience is obviously digesting the things that you're putting out depending on the medium that you have depending on where you know um things are at whether it's instagram youtube tiktok what have you so you just kind of have to adjust for each of those platforms But there is a part of you that wants to make sure that people enjoy your content. So that is an understandable thing. Sometimes you'll see an influencer say, hey, what do you guys want to see more of? There are certain spaces where you cannot do that. Because at the end of the day, people um, will have a lot of opinions about what you should do with your creativity, what you should do um, with the spaces that you've been given, what you should do with the vision that God has placed in you. But one of the things that also rings true is that the vision that you got is the vision that you got. And people will not always understand that. People won't always understand why um, you use the transitions you use. People may not always understand why you use the songs you use. I myself, I, you know, absolutely getting into the, the marketing and the trending side of doing Instagram reels and stuff like that. Um my videos hit hit the explore page every time and people see them and people love them and people share them and save them and that's fantastic but one thing that I have not I've never compromised on is using songs that have explicit language because I don't listen to it in just my everyday life so I'm not going to put that out on a platform that I'm trying to create for Christian millennials who want to be fashionable who want to be fly and fierce and of the Lord um so there are certain things that I just will not budge on and you know I don't know who this is for but as a content creator as a visionaire sometimes you cannot ask for people's opinions sometimes you cannot ask for what they think of the structure of how you're doing things so, you know, going back to that podcast, they had just spoken about, you know, how there were a couple people who really just like enjoyed their content so much. They were like, yeah, yo, y'all got to make it longer. And they listened to that advice and they went on to do something longer. And then when they went to go ahead and do that, they received lots of backlash about how it was too long and how people were not able to digest it. And their views went down significantly, significantly for some of those longer pieces. So if you listen to the one or two people who say, hey, you should do this, this and that. You run the risk of diluting your brand and diluting the vision that you were given. Sometimes all you need to do is look up and say, God, I'm not quite sure about these next couple of steps, but I know that just as you place this in me you are going to continue to feed and give me the plan. And that's not going to make everybody happy because everybody wants to have an input on something. But it's like, yep, your light bill, our phone bill, or something like, I did not ask for your opinion. Sorry, y'all. Sometimes it just, it just slips out. Like sometimes the Jamaican just kind of like pokes its head out. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. When we come back, we're going to be talking about Mr. Jonah Hill. Um, if you're not familiar with him, he is a, um, he is a, he's a, he's a comedian. 
He's a comedian. He's been around since maybe like the early 90s and all of the funny videos um, and all the funny movies. But he's been known as the funny fat friend with the glasses. He's a bit nerdy. Um, he doesn't always get the girl. That's kind of that's been like his trope. That's been where he has been placed. Um, but he in the recent years has lost a lot of weight. And just as women have the struggles of everyone commenting on their body, obviously he has had the same experience and he is finally speaking out about it because he is tired. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show on Facebook. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Your urban international station. From around the way, WFNK, all day.
We are back here at Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at Funk Nation Radio. So I speak here often about how I am an an introverted person. I can sit here and I'm talking to y'all, I'm chatting with y'all, probably just because there's no exchange of energy, but I can sit and do this for, for hours. But talking to people makes me itch. Because there's such a force of like general conversation topics that don't make sense to me. Do we need to talk about the weather? Do we need to talk about what I had for dinner? Do we need to talk about how work was? I mean, work was work. How are the kids? How are the I don't care. I'm just gonna I I don't. I would I, I would love to talk about your business. I would love to talk about that that new thing you're doing. I would love to talk about like the newest hobby. If, if you want to go to an event or something, that's one thing. But like just like these general conversations that we feel like we have to slide into um, just to kind of like ease ourselves into a conversation with somebody is just absolutely ridiculous. And one of the topics that always pops up that makes me roll my eyes and a little bit of nauseous is like the weight conversation. We are actually getting ready to get into the holidays. You might get ready to see some family members you haven't seen, not even just in the year. It's been a couple years because of COVID. So you probably did not get together last year, but um, you're going to see some family members that are going to have something to say about either the pandemic 15 that you have placed or the weight that you have lost as you decided to do something different for yourself in the midst of COVID, in the midst of doing things new. In either of those situations, 
you don't need to bring it up to me for force of conversation. I'm going to just say that. So Jonah Hill also had a simple request for his Instagram followers. Stop commenting on my body. In a post shared, the actor and mid-90s director shared that he no longer wanted his body to be a topic of conversation and that the comments made him uncomfortable. He said, I know you mean well, but I kindly ask that you not comment on my body. Good or bad, I want to politely let you know it's not helpful and it doesn't feel good. Much respect. He has recently opened up about his body image before being particularly outspoken about public commentary around his body and how that has affected him. Back in February, Jonah reposted a Daily Mail headline to his Instagram story. The story was centered around photos of him surfing in a wetsuit and other shirtless photos. He said, I don't think I ever took my shirt off in a pool until I was in my mid-30s, even in front of family and friends. Probably would have happened sooner if my childhood insecurities weren't exacerbated by years of public mockery about my body by press and interviewers. So the idea that the media tries to play me by stalking me while surfing and printing photos like this and it can't phase me anymore is dope. I'm 37 and finally love and accept myself. He went on to say that the purpose of his post wasn't to seek sympathy, but to speak directly to the kids who don't take their shirt off at the pool. Have fun. You're wonderful and awesome and perfect. A few months ago, he even got a tattoo to commemorate his body positivity, a piece of ink that looks similar to the Body Glove apparel logo reading Body Love. Jonah Hill's public request is a reminder that self-acceptance and body positivity are non-linear journeys and that the way we speak about our bodies hold real meaning. The comment section of Jonah's post is filled with love and support with fans and other celebrities offering words of solidarity. Um, yeah, this gotta stop. I think that it's very interesting coming from a male perspective because, again, we have these ideas about men and and about what they're able to handle, deal with, cope with, um, and not really thinking that things like this affect them. But just that comment about how he didn't, you know, comfortably take his shirt off until his mid-30s is definitely something that, like, kind of hits you a little um, you know, not realizing that your aunt comment about how you look in shorts <clears throat> or, you know, your arms in a sleeveless top or just different things that you had always been shamed into not wearing. There was this um, super powerful post where people were just kind of supporting each other on things that they had now just decided to wear in adulthood because their mothers or their aunts, you know, always had something to say in regards to them wearing it. So they just kind of shied away from certain pieces of clothing or they shied away from certain activities. That has to be the craziest thing. But When we are conditioned to always think about this stuff, when we're conditioned to think about how we may be perceived by someone else because we're eating french fries or how we're going to be looked at as somebody because we're suddenly eating a salad a day. There is such a negative relationship with with body positivity, with being healthy, with being overweight, with I mean, it's just and and it, it just is so unhealthy. 
it really really is unhealthy so shouts to shouts to jonah hill for even you know speaking out about that because you know i think we also inadvertently do it also like i might see somebody who lost a lot of weight and i'm like wow you look really good but what if they weren't trying to to lose weight what if like something medically is going on with them what if your friend just has like a thyroid thing that is causing them to to gain some weight? We like we got to find some different things to talk about. That's that's what I got to say about that. So shouts to Jonah Hill for for using his platform to really kind of affect change just even in something as small as our conversations. When we come back, we're going to end the show off with a moving mountains. Um this model definitely did something super important. And um, I think it's, you know, needed for us to have commentary, conversation on these issues that we think in 2021 were super evolved, um, but they definitely are still issues. So you're here with me at Faith and Fashion 360. Get into some music and we'll be right back. Hey, it's your girl, Jacinth Headlam, actress and author of Love After. And guess what? You're listening to Faith and Fashion 360 featuring my girl, Brianna Afosu. Love you, girl. Love it, are you shine and I want to? We can kick back if we want to. 
You can take your sweet time if you want to. Mm, love you how you style and I'm diva, you know. Ariana Justin Bieber, you know. Give me that whiskey fever, you know. Anywhere you make that scenery go. Here, Faith and Fashion 360. This is your host, Brianna Fosu, and we are live here at Funk Nation Radio. So it is 2021, and black models are still not getting the glam treatment they deserve before strutting on the catwalk. Model Leomi Anderson recently dropped Jaws when she gave her TikTok followers a behind-the-scenes glimpse at the beautiful paw that occurred just before she headed on the runway. The realities of being a black model during fashion week. Anderson titled the video that shared how she struggled to have her hair and makeup done properly before walking in a fashion show. I asked who could do black makeup, the British model noted in the viral video. She goes on to explain while wiping off the makeup that she told the makeup artist that he was not using the proper colors for her skin. However, her words fell on deaf ears. In the clip, the model also shows a team of hairstylists pulling and tugging at her hair. Was told to wash my hair. No one dried it until the last minute. And I mean, there were like five people trying. It it was like a bomb or something. Like they just were not even sure what to do with her. I don't even understand. To the credit of one of the makeup artists who was white, He attempted to correct the makeup, but to no avail. Instead of sulking about it, Anderson decided to take action. I redid my entire face in 10 minutes. At the end of the video, Anderson showed off her beauty and modeling skills. Both were equally flawless. However, she went on to beg the fashion industry to hire more black hair and makeup artists to avoid this from happening again. The Victoria's Secret model video did not go unnoticed as several professional models weighed in about the treatment they received while preparing for their jobs. One of them said being a black model is doing other people's jobs and not being paid for the extra work. Another one said what my hair looked like before plus the inspo pics and what it looked like afterwards when they tried to make bigger curls. Peep all the dried out looking straight bits. Um, another one shared her slick back ponytail. Um, I mean, it has been. Uh, I, uh, yeah. And this is not the first time it's come up. It's probably not going to be the last time it comes up. But the frustrating part about this whole conversation is that I just kind of looked at the comments under her post where she was just kind of talking about this experience after the video and the amount of black makeup artists and hairstylists who were under it. Like, yo, I have applied to work with this fashion week. I've applied to work with this company. I've applied to be here. No one called me back. And I went on their page. They have immaculate work. So you have the people who are available, I mean, at your fingertips, and they can't get a job. They can't get a call back. They can't get a look. Nobody's looking. And it's craziness. 
Back in February, Gabrielle Union had made it a point to ensure she always had a black stylist and makeup artist in her contract. She said, we create rituals in the hair and makeup trailer. Before work, we treat my hair. After work, we treat my hair. We do different steams every few days just to make sure it's healthy and I survive a project. Inclusivity in the fashion industry has come a long way. But we would be remiss if we overlooked the blatant lack of hair and makeup artists hired to ensure black models look their best. Thanks to Anderson and other models who speak up, hopefully we can get the ball rolling, even if it's like a little faster. Um, You know, and I had actually gone on to repost this on my um, my business page. So for anyone, again, who is not aware Back in 2018, I created Bella & Co. Beauty. At the time, it was beat by Bella. But again, pivoting, growing, evolving, just like we're doing here at Funk Nation Radio. So um, one of the reasons that I went ahead to create that is for this exact same experience. I'm a plus-size model. I have done pageants. And in my time of getting back into modeling since 2016... I have learned some super ugly things about the availability, about the know-how, and about the knowledge of preparing Black models. It's frustrating. It can be diminishing. It can make you not feel very good at all in a time where you are supposed to go out and be your most fierce. Um, I had an experience. And it was when I I met one of my very best friends, Talisha Russell. Um, I had an experience backstage. Um, It was like one of the one of the beauty schools and they, you know, were were there and they were on assignment. They were working on all the models because there were a lot of us. And um, they went ahead and they did my makeup. And, you you know, you you don't want to be nasty. You want to be respectful. You want to be professional. But they, they did. They finished my makeup. And um, Talisha walked up to me just to, you know, double check, make sure everybody's good. And she was like, sis, you look ashy. (laughs) That was our moment. That was when I knew this is going to be my friend forever. But she went on like, no, take it off. Let's get you together. Um, and And I went on to have a couple of experiences like that. These people, they go and they they, they, they get their cosmetology um, and they mostly practice on white hair and white faces. And they do not get the knowledge they, they need in order to serve a different kind of demographic and population. And it's a problem. So I went on to create Bella & Co. Beauty because a lot of people don't understand the foundation. They don't understand the need for a contour. They don't understand why um, certain products are not used on black and brown skin um, because makeup can feel intimidating. And when you're with somebody who is supposed to be licensed and know what they're supposed to do, you don't question it. But then you look and you're like, I don't quite look right, but you don't know why. Um, So I created that brand really to just kind of help bridge the gap, give some people some more knowledge and a little bit more confidence to say, okay, this is my beauty regimen. And whether that means loads of makeup, whether that means you're ready for a runway or not, it just means that you are more empowered. So bravely, you guys have enjoyed Faith and Fashion 360 tonight. Walk away feeling a bit more motivated and ready for the week, ready for November, because that is tomorrow. Good Lord.
I mean, happy new year. Happy 2022. Um, make sure that you guys stick around for the rest of our Sunday night lineup. We got some amazing things coming up for the rest of the evening. Make sure you're following me at Faith and Fashion 360, the radio show. Make sure you bookmark FunkNationRadio.com and make sure you come back next week, same time, same place. As always, happy Sunday and good night. No more logos, no more chocos. We on Bezos, we get payrolls, trips to Legos, connect like Legos. Make this final, make this my eyes closed. Burn false idols, Jesus, disciples. I can feel your pain now. I done bled my vein now. New level to game now. Simulation change, no more problems, no more argue, no more asking who really are you. I know the real you, you know we feel you, you know he is you, you know we with you, straight from Beirut, Chicago, Beirut, Ukraine, we pray to, you pray, we pray to, never too late for him, save you, this show, movie, cause no one could play you, devil, lay down, devil, lay down, this, that, level, make devils, pray now, hold up, no peace, hold up, police, don't call police, just stay focused, pray for new life, pray for new breath, pray Lord, make sure it's safe for who's left, know you, can't find a place to rest, know the Lord, my bullet, who best, when we survive, know that we bless, say my people, do the music, let it rock, let it rock, rock, let it rock, 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 let it rock, rock, let it rock, 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 let it rock, rock.
break out. Haters hitting, they cancel the pass out. Look, the square peg that's trying to fit around hope. Trying to turn gas rooms into home sweet home. With my best against the wall, I had no one. Father, you held me and called me your own. This is the reason I know I belong. Never feel me yet, you're holding me strong. This is the reason I know I belong. Never feel me yet, you're holding me strong. Say, so this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. All of the things I've been through. See this is my thank you to you. This is my thank you to you. See all of the things I've been through. Hey. This is my thank you. My thank you. Oh, oh, oh. 